obviously we're going to talk about this thing you just sent me. Yes. She wants to convert all the doors to Dutch doors, which is nice because all they're going to do is cut and redo it. They have a plan. And it's practically free. Who is that? Who's they? Elite. Oh. And it's 1210. And we're here at 1210. Are we live? We are live now. One minute ago. Just saying, we're here. It's twelve ten. We're on time. It was scheduled. It's all good. Yep. And I'm saying hello in the chat. I hope I would like for you to say hello in the chat also. If you're out there on YouTube land, he's not talking to me. He's no, talking I, to you. I don't want you to. I want you to. But we do have audio and all that other stuff, which is fantastic. Hi, welcome to Live at Lunch. I'm Seth. This is Dalton. And uh, we are here to do a study with you. We were going to, you know, I was going to get into that. But the reality is I, we've, I've just, you, we've just been running all day long. Yes. That's not always the case. Uh-uh. But I, I pushed it pretty close to the edge on this one today. Yeah, like a lot closer than you've ever pushed yeah, usually, it except for yesterday. Usually, like last, week. last week, that wasn't fair. That, well, yeah, that was bad. That was, sorry. Uh, but last, the, today... It was just all the way up to the edge. Everything was 1208. If anything had gone wrong, it would have been really bad. I like 10 minutes to sit and kind of get my mind right. So that's you're, what I'm doing. You're an early I, arriver. It's kind of what I'm doing right prepared now. Prepared yesterday. I would like to think that. I want it to be that way. And I that's know that my perception in, the next, in the next few months, that'll be a game of catch up for a while. Probably for the next nah, year. Probably not even that long. Uh, we'll see. Hey, Alice, what's going on? Good to see you. Glad you're here. Uh, I was hoping that Steve would get on here again today. Guy, I know he's out there. He's popping in, probably getting ready to text in also. I'd like to see Carrie. I need to call her because I haven't talked to her or seen her in a long time. Yeah. Uh, there were several other people. Bridget, I know, jumped Bridget. on last year. It's Bridget. 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 Uh, and it, you were the one that said it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. All right. She was on there last week. Hopefully she gets on here too. Whoever you are out there, let us know in the comments. We're very excited that you're here. Um we're in a right now media study called Jesus's farewell message. I think we only have a couple more weeks left. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I actually watched it this week. Yeah, if you weren't here last week, I was late, didn't schedule everything, caused the whole thing to be late, and then Dalton did the wrong study. You should go back and watch last week's episode. It was fantastic. Really right, we kind of limped through the whole thing. We did. Okay, so we've got three more, four, five, and six. Oh, okay, so it's six, all the way to six. All right, well, uh, so this is by Francis Chan, and if you're with, if you know anything about Francis Chan, he's pretty passionate. In his early years, he was passionate, but in his most popular years, he's gotten very passionate in the way that he speaks, and I think there's a number of reasons for that, but one of them, I believe, is that he truly truly, truly uh, has started to understand the, the value of getting into the word and allowing it to wash over you, to uh, allow it to become who you are. And I think a lot of us don't get to that point of just what flows out of us naturally is the gospel and is scripture. Yeah, he said it multiple times. You're in a group. That's great. Go be alone and meditate mm-hmm. on this. Don't send up a prayer while you're in the to-go line or before you're doing so, you know, Or don't just, just 
Right. Don't that's just, that's yeah. not your prayer life, though. That can't be your that can't be your soul. If you're not meditating, if you're not getting away, if you're not spending in deep, he said, go deep, mm-hmm. go deep with your faith. He just, he he. That's his challenge. Mm-hmm. And that, that's that's hard to do. I think all of us will say, yes, we need to be in a group. Yes, we need to be at church. Yes, we need to read our Bible, and we do need to pray. But you want me to take time to just go deep. Like I even think. When I hear it, I'm like, man, what is this guy's life that he can just get away for hours at a time to just get into that deep meditation and prayer with God? I think it's all about, uh, I think it's all about the the place where you are. You make those priorities because there's probably an hour in my day that I can cut out. Wow, my tummy is whoa! Right now. I don't know if y'all heard that, but. I'm so hungry. Somebody's I about to order us a pizza. I guarantee you. Like they're gonna be no. like, "Hey, this is the I, all the grapes." What was the other thing you ate? I had cherries and grapes. I didn't have zero my banana. Usually fills actual me up. sustenance. So, so my, yeah, my so there's gonna like, be a hey. Papa John's pizza about to throw down. Somebody's just gonna. Come here. I was watching a podcast one time where they did that. It was like a two and a half hour live podcast, and they started off the episode talking about uh, just they were pretty hungry, and oh. one of the people watching actually ordered them a pizza and had it sent to the place. I thought that, that's super cool. Don't order me a pizza. I can't eat a pizza. I've got a really good lunch. I've got some spinach and some brown rice and some chicken and some grid cream sauce. It's going to be really good. I just that does actually sound it. pretty good. Nor- I was about to, I was really gonna I was really, really trying to mock you on that, but I you got the chicken and rice and I was like, all right, fine. That's what you need because we're working. He's working out twice a day right now. His body needs sustenance. That's what your body just said. My body is like, hey, we've done it all. We've <laughs> we used that extra protein you gave us this morning too. Yeah, so you can't we, starve us as well as work <laughs> us out. This is not part of the deal. You know what we're gonna do? Put him on the ground. Put him on the ground. <laughs> that's make noises. Make really loud noises. Right. This sounds important. This conversation sounds very sensitive. Make a loud noise that was now. Your, that was your warning shot yes. before it put you on the ground. Next thing you know, you're like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. And I just go like this. This has been Live at Lunch. <laughs> you, last time fine. he started off when he just fell out of the chair, his a whole body took him down. That was a whole different game. All right, we got to get right before you, uh, Dalton's body takes him out. Uh, <laughs> let's read John chapter 14, verses 15 through 31 in your most serious and melodious tone. Play my stomach cake. In the key Keep of her down, G. Okay, in the we'll key make of it. G. In the key of G. If you love me, obey my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate. He will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him because he lives with you now and later will be in you. No, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. Soon the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Since I live, you also live. When I am raised to life again, you will know that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Those who accept my commands, commandments, and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my Father will love them. And I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. What jumped out to me right at the beginning is we just kind of touched on it is that oh by the way i only made it to 21 you're supposed to go to 31 i'm so sorry all right well just a second okay yeah, the first I thing that jumped out at me is that is the fact that we aren't looking for him if you can't find him it's because you're not looking and i would say especially for those of you that know christ those of you who've been introduced to him those who claim to have a relationship with him or do have a relationship with him if he seems distant 
most likely it's because you've drifted away. He hasn't gone anywhere. And we need to take this isn't looking for him part to heart. <laughs> Look what I did there. Because that's, that's most likely why he's distant. You're probably crying out and saying, God, why aren't you close to me? Why aren't you answering? Why are you allowing all these things to happen? But you're not looking for him where he is. You, you've gotten into a place. and You've said, God, I'm right here. Come on over. And God's like, I want you to be over here. Why are you? I, I'm here, but I want you over here. You want to get out of all that distress? Come over here. Look for me. I don't think we do that enough. And was it last week that he talked about peace and that we don't have peace because we're not in him? And that if you're struggling with anxiety, it's because you're not in him. You're not in his peace. And we talk about this a lot when we talk about how God doesn't see the outside. He sees our heart. He's concerned with our heart. That applies also to, and we're going through a sermon series in Hippachic that's about why is God not answering me? Why am I in this circumstance? And warnings and and what we're what are we leaning on? If God's concerned about our heart, sometimes we will walk through circumstances that we will not be rescued from that are difficult. And that's when you're crying out and going, Well, why is God not listening? Why am I not here? But if you are in Christ, you have joy. He turns your mourning into uh, your sadness into joy. He turns your mourning into dancing. That doesn't mean he took away all your struggles. He took away the thorn from your side. He pulled you out of a situation that was difficult. He rescued you. That means that your perspective is is what actually changes you. If you are in Christ and you have the fruit of the Spirit and you have peace, it's because you are in him, not because your situation got better. It's because you grew closer to God. So when you can't find him, it's not that he's not, you're not in a bad situation. He's not punishing you. You're not unhappy because God wants you to be unhappy. You're unhappy because you're not seeking God. And he will turn your circumstances for good. He will use what you're walking through. And there's a reality, it, it, the consequence of sin in this world, that the actions Every action has a consequence. Whether that's a good consequence or a bad consequence, every decision you make has a consequence. And when you're, you've drifted from God, you have made a choice to um, walk outside of his protection and make a decision. And that's when harm comes your way. And, and you can be in a situation that God doesn't want you to be in, but it's a consequence of our action. Doesn't mean he won't rescue you, but he might not. But you can still find peace in that because th- you seek him. Yeah, I think to sum that up, you just because you're you're exactly where you need to be definitely doesn't mean that your life's gonna be amazing and right. especially not the way that the world will show you. You're going to have peace and you're gonna know love and you're gonna have comfort in all of that and hope and all that in the midst of what will probably be constant attacks and constant difficulties because Jesus never said that if you'll just get close to me, everything in the world's going to be awesome and you're going to be blessed and you're going to live in a big house and you're going to have plenty of money in the bank and you're going to not have any family problems or relationship problems or anything like that. He never said that. And there's a reason because like you said, this world is a fallen world and the consequence of sin 
has reverberations throughout all. The consequences of your sin will affect you, but they may also affect me. Yeah. And they may also affect your kids and your neighbor and all those things. And so sometimes the consequences of the sin that we see had nothing to do with what I have going through. But that doesn't matter because if you know him, and if you know Christ, then you have the hope that we all need, which is more than just a hope and a wish and a prayer. It is the hope, the knowledge that he has it all under control. And in the end, it's all going to win. He's all going to win. And we can rest in that truth that our soul and our sins have been saved and forgiven. And we, we are walking newness of life once this earthly life is over. That's the thing that I think gives Francis Chan that incredible passion and should give us all that incredible deep desire to, to be with God in those moments. Because that the outside world is going to attack, but internally in our soul, when it is when is it at, when it is at peace and comforted by the truth of who God is and how much He loves us, then we'll be okay. True joy is not dependent on your circumstance. Yeah, and and I and I think of it, you know, you. Uh, I don't know how to create a great analogy, but the world is full of trouble. And someone who doesn't have Christ is is drowning and trying to just go with the flow and survive. And if you are in Christ, you are called to not only just go with the flow, I mean, to, to survive in this raging river of life, but to swim swim upstream and you're challenged and, 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 and more. If you just look historically at heroes of our faith, they're not the ones that are in private jets with ultimate mm. luxury. They're the ones that were beaten down but not crushed and destroyed. They were the ones that fought against great, they fought great battles to spread the love of Jesus. Not even to defend themselves, but to just spread the love of Jesus. And I would say the heroes of the faith, and there were a lot of them, especially the Old Testament, that had everything exactly what you I mean. Solomon obviously has had, had oh, more yeah. than anyone ever. David had and more than look anybody his, ever. Abraham had more than anyone ever, and oof. they all faced massive trials and had massive stumblings and had massive failures. Heroes of our faith are just normal people who, in the end, truly trusted in God and rested in Him, not in the circumstances of their life. And that's a really good point. The Old Testament, some of the heroes actually had everything but it, it, it once again just because you have everything that's not even a trial that wasn't even their trial solomon said meaningless it, all of it was meaningless that means his trial was completely different and it mm-hmm. it hurts but you know I, and i think about the apostles i think about the people that were were seeking to spread the love of that they were bold in their faith they had contentment they had joy and they had peace in jesus no matter their circumstance mm-hmm. moses mission, lived in a palace Right, he was adopted into Pharaoh's household. He he had he was a god to the rest of the world, and yet there was an unsettling in him until he recognized his purpose. That listen, we you have to know internally who you are and whose you are. That's the only thing that's going to bring you the peace that that you so desire. All right, finish reading from twenty two to thirty one, and if we can hear you over your stomach, we're this will be great. I wonder if y'all can even hear. Can y'all hear? Surely you can hear my Noah, stomach. Noah, can just you going, hear it? 
Oh, um, well, that's, y'all that's should too hear bad. like we my gotta, stomach's like. Next week we'll have a next week we'll have a third camera, a third mic that'll be just set up. No, there, I'm gonna eat right lunch at eleven. The little belly, and then you just hear that. <laughs> and every once in a while it goes. <laughs> 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 it's like speaking whale. Yeah, Does I anybody sh- speak stomach? It actually is making you me said pizza. And now, now he's like, he's like yes. gluten. I need the gluten, <laughs> which I've been so good. Yeah. Well. Oh, so starting in uh, verse 22, Judas, not Judas Iscariot, but the other disciple with that name, said to him, Lord, why are you going to reveal yourself only to us and not to the world at large? And Jesus replied, all who love me will do what I say. My father will love them and we will come and make our home with each of them. Anyone who doesn't love me will not obey me. And remember, my words are not my own. What I am telling you is from the Father who sent me. I am telling you these things now while I am still with you. But when the Father sends the Advocate as my representative, that is the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I have told you. I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Remember what I told you. I am going away, but I will come back to you again. If you really loved me, you would be happy that I'm going to the Father, who is greater than I am. I have told you these things before they happen, so that when they do happen, you will believe. I don't have much time. Uh, I don't have much more time to talk to you because the ruler of this world approaches. He has no power over me. But I will do what the Father requires of me, so that the world will know that I love the Father. Come, let's be going. So when we talk about experiencing God, typically we assume that that means kind of feeling a certain emotion. Right? I've said that a lot about Francis Chan, feeling this kind of certain emotionally unique way. But the, but the reality is what Jesus explains is that it's a much more active, much more active type of feeling in that and what it says there in that, in that scripture is that our actions, our keeping of the commandments, which the commandments are to love God and to love others, that's what's going to be the outpouring. That will be what, the way that we see the Spirit at work. And, and, and don't miss that. It's not about all these things that you do. It's not about serving the church. It's not about you know, being uh, uh, an SOS or you know, even a pastor. How do you love people? How do you love God? That's, the, that's what God's ultimately looking for. Those are the commandments that he left us with. He, you can talk about the Ten Commandments, and all of that is encompassed by the love God, love people. You can't break any of the Ten Commandments if you're loving God and loving people. You just can't. So hold tight to those things that Jesus gave us, because that's what's the most important. And he gives us the gift of the Holy Spirit that is with us to remind us of his commandments, to remind us of, of loving and how we're loving. And that's something we can lean into, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we obviously make mistakes. I don't love my wife perfectly. Um, you've, you challenge me as, as a close friend in my relationships and how I love people. Um, and we need that. The Holy Spirit also works. And, and we should be, if we're seeking God, we should be seeking the Holy Spirit as he guides us through life in, in finding ways to be better, to love better, to love God better. In fact, we should constantly, the question you ask, are we loving God? You didn't ask it, but you said, are we loving God and loving others? Mm-hmm. 
we should constantly be asking ourselves that with every decision we make. That's right. And we should be obedient to that commandment, right? Because that's, that's kind of how, uh, that's how Jesus tells us to follow him. Follow us and follow in obedience, the obedience to love others and love God and to show that, right? The outpouring of, of that faith and, and the results of our loving God and loving others are going to be the fruits of the spirit and the way that we treat others, the way that we show Jesus to the world. Uh, and that's, that's how, that's the, the, the mark of our obedience, right? If you're being obedient, you're going to love God and you're going to love people. That's, ultimately what it is you cannot excuse that away you cannot miss it you can't you can't keep it as a as an another thought it is the thought if you know christ then you know his love and because of that you are called to love him and love others period in the story it's a simple gospel it really is is. it should be why you wake up in the morning and the holy spirit helps you to do that give he opens your eyes to things he stirs in your heart to move he is the helper that intervenes on our behalf He's the one that touches the hearts of those who we love in the name of Jesus. He's the one that convicts us when we haven't loved well and you look back and go, ah. He's the one that's revealing that. And that's that was the whole purpose of of Francis Chan's message. Say <laughs> that was a gnarly one. That was deep. Uh that was his whole and that's why it was short. I think he... <laughs> yeah, it was short. It was like it was eight minutes. It's like eight minutes. If you haven't watched the video, it, it doesn't take long. You can sit there while you're waiting for a train and because it takes about eight... I don't know. Maybe that's not true, but... It's a long train. It is a long train. Maybe it's even slow. If you're in Magnolia, it it's also to get through all of the traffic after that's the true. train. Yeah. That's what takes the longest. But, yeah, focus in on verse 25. See the Holy Spirit's recognition of... or the Holy Spirit's purpose and and guide and lean into that. And and our challenge this week would be to get alone, right? I'm going to find some time to get alone and just be with God, to meditate on his word, meditate on his truth, and to just listen to what he teaches. And I mean, that sounds so weird, but that's where it is. That's where the goodness of it is. And that will that will refresh you, and that'll that'll restore your soul, and that will give you what you need to take those next steps of faith to to engage others the way that we should. Because we often find ourselves sideways, right, with people. Sadly, the some of the grouchiest, angriest, most unloving people in the world are the church people that you run into. Mm, yeah, and it's because we've forgotten. And we haven't had that time to get alone and to, to be restored and be refreshed. We get tired of working. We get tired of serving. And it's because we're spinning our wheels. Because if it's not done out of love, if it's not done for loving other people, and it's not done with the Holy Spirit's help, man, it just returns void. And that that causes pain. That causes deterioration of our attitudes. And, and eventually you just get burnt out and tired. First Corinthians 13, if you're not doing it with love, it, there's no point. No. Don't even speak like the angels, the beautiful angels. Don't be it's it's all meaningless if you don't have love. And we've learned first first Corinthians thirteen tells us too, love is in action. <gasps> Bridgette's on. What up, Bridgette? How's it going? She jumped on, she commented. Fantastic. We got six people on, five people on right now. So if you're still there, say hello in the chat. So we before we get out of here, we Bridgette, you missed it. We had a whole thing about your name. Because I was right. 
uh, yeah, that was a couple weeks ago. It was, but it's still important. I'm not it's right true. often. He's right a lot. <laughs> I'm not right often. And so I need to celebrate. Give me the small win, okay? Right. The, the I, one I time. gave it to he, you. He you were right. You were right. I was wrong. And I was. And he didn't say, you're right. Wow, that never happens. No, I, I said no. that. I, he never does that. I believe that I'm wrong all the time. You're the one that always is like, well, no, you're right. It's right. true. Sometimes I do go, I'm right on this one. I all think right. my stomach is genuinely empty. I, again, you've been working out. You've done multiple sets of times of working out in a week when you haven't worked out in... 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, your body's eating itself right now. Like it's I like ate those I fruit and it's probably like, fuel. ah, okay, if what's next? If you get in a car and go hard in that car, it's going to use the fuel That's true. way more yeah. than if you're just putting around. You got to put good stuff and in And we've it. been running around this morning too. So. That's right. This Your body is saying... I did take the elevator. Here is your warning. You took the elevator? <laughs> Ten minutes ago, I took the elevator because I was like, I was. here's what I imagined, okay? My kids had been gone last night. They were upstairs in the kids' building. And then there's the other two kids that are up there, the McKeon kids, Chelsea and Haley. And I just imagined them oh. all being in the lobby. Hi, Linda. What's going on, Linda Moore? Glad you're here. Thank you for Linda. commenting. I just imagined them all being up there. And then when the elevator doors opened, I just emerged. It wasn't like nobody was there. In fact, somebody was like, who's on the elevator? <laughs> I was like, yeah. Like, hey, know, kids, fine. get off the elevator. The stairs are right there. And you're, you walk out, you're like, <laughs> well, I have this thing whole built up in my mind. And they're like, you really are a Disney princess. That's what they did. <laughs> like, there's, there had to be, like, music playing in the I background. I think I'm more like Gaston. Where up, I'm like, like, no, you're not. No. Okay, I'm but sorry. You're right. This is wrong. That's, that's so not true. I eat five dozen eggs. No, I definitely don't. Roughly the size I just of imagine a barge. <laughs> you just that's saying. not you. Yes. <laughs> you're right. That's not me at all. No, no. You're a little foo. If you know, let's, let's talk about Disney movies for a second. You realize that all all Disney movies, most movies, except your action movies, but even then your action movies, it's it's people that are looking for love. Everything is about that. That's and, and, and he's outlining it so clearly, and my yeah. favorite thing when I've when I've married people, and I I I, I try to talk about love as an action, and uh, and I've only done it five or six times, okay, seven times maybe now, and I have to go back and look, okay. Everyone is so surprised when I, I say I talk about love that it's not so much a feeling actually, it's yeah. really a choice and it's an action, and so you can't fall out of love. That can never be your excuse. People are always like, oh. No, I guess and then they come up afterwards and they're like, that's a very interesting perspective. I was like, you're saying interesting because you disagree yeah, with what me. What you're saying is you don't agree. Justifies, it's very emotional. You know? I mean, obviously the emotional part of love is very much an aspect of it. But, right. but love is a verb, as DC Talk wants to say. It is is the action what is that? What do they say? Could you help me out? I can't right now. I've already saying I, that's that's all I got. He rapped earlier. The rapping so, is mean, very very much. There's also if you beg hard enough, there's a video of him rapping on the cruise that he took, and it was awesome. He was transported did, to another we time. Did get to we did get the group. You can see him in the audience, kind of like they're like, oh, mm, what is this we got? Yes. And then all of a sudden, a few of them they were going crazy. Dropped, they went, hey, because yes. <laughs> I mean. When he, you see me walk up, they're like, mm. <laughs> "Who's this nerdy guy?" The cruise, the cruise director, he had been paying attention, so he knew, <laughs> he knew what was happening. All right, and with that, we probably should say goodbye. Hey, listen, thanks so much for joining us today, everybody that's joining live. Appreciate it. Hit the like button before you get off YouTube. Hit that; it helps us out. People will find it and join it and watch it. 
Um, but if you're watching afterwards or listening on the podcast, thanks. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. And We're glad you're here. You Two challenges. live every week, 1210 on Tuesday. Grab a sandwich. Close your computer. No, two challenges. Three challenges. Now. A, eat. I know. Yeah. That's my challenge. That's his. I, I'm, I'm, really, I'm looking forward to it. Challenge number one is mm-hmm. spend time alone. Yes. And I, I would say that stillness is a challenge in this day and age, right? You, you carry around what some people call the black mirror. You carry mm-hmm. around something with you all the time. You have every every room now, especially with like Alexa's, everything is filled with technology. There's not there's not still there's not a lot of stillness. Mm-hmm. I love it when the power goes out and in 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 the middle of the night, especially right before bedtime. When it's fifty six degrees outside, that's when I want the power to go out. True. I don't Let me be clear. I don't want it to go no power goes no. out. No. But I'm talking that about the still stillness. and calm makes me angry. <laughs> that stillness is is unique and you can create that. It is helpful. Yeah. It is being alone with your thoughts is really good. It actually able, you're able to process. So find time to be quiet, meditate on God's word, meditate on his goodness and be still and listen. And then challenge number 2 is ask yourself the question. Am I loving this person insert name here and am I loving God? And when the situation, if you have to ask yourself or if you if you feel like you start need to, needing to justify, well, you know, they, well, you know, they, well, I, then you're not loving them. Yeah. So true. And that's for me. I mean, I'm, I'm speaking is, from my own experience. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're just talking to ourselves here. That's for sure. <laughs> that's, uh, all right. Listen, it's been fun. Thanks so much for joining us this week. I hope you uh, have a great week. If you ever need anything, you can hit us up here. You, Dalton at M1BC.org, Seth at M1BC.org, or Texas at the Connect number, 281-343-3033. We'd love to connect with you if you need anything. Yes. All right. There Have a great is. week, and we will uh, we'll see you next week. We'll see you next for week, sure. or you'll see us next week, and yeah. we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll look we'll, for you. We'll look for your texts in the comments. Bye, okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Fade to black. Fade to black, man. Or, or whatever that is. That's super that's, cool. That's,